0: autism 10 things to know to get out from under this curse also real quick before i start talking about the topic let me remind you that we have a free document how to tell what's true 20 ways from sunday so you got 20 questions you can just print this out put this in your purse or your pocket and keep it for all those cases when you have to sort out if you're trying If someone is trying to snooker you, what's true, and so forth. How to tell what's true, 20 Ways from Sunday. Free document to get it. Just go to the website, whether you go to greatshalom.org or overcominglearningproblems.org. And just on the upper right-hand sign, fill in the little form. I promise I won't avalanche you. I don't have some newsletter. I don't have endless or any at this point uh sequence i will let you know of of any big announcements okay so get your free document just by filling out the little form just your name and your email and also want to remind you of our new product so go to the website on the tab on well, the top or wherever uh, it is if you're, a, you know how it works. Anyway, find the tab that says shop and notice our new product, which is the pandemic packet. And I tell you uh, the summary of the timeline, what it reveals, and how to protect yourself at the mom level in terms of traditional and scientific uh, ways to boost your immunity so go to the store on the website the shop and avail yourself of that we've got a good sale running on right now autism Asperger's autism spectrum disorder ten things to know to understand and to get out of this curse I'm gonna make it simple for you and if you know these ten things you will know more they're nearly one. first off I was studying this very early people told us that our grandsons my grandsons had autism because they weren't speaking properly Perhaps they had some other issues that I don't know about, but it was the not speaking at four and five years old. Well, they could make sounds and they were communicating with each other and their mother could understand them, but nobody else could. So I started researching and back then very little seemed to be known. I did definitely discover that those who don't speak by the time they're learning to read have a hard time learning to read. And those who don't read, of course, have a hard time in school. Anyway, it was then sometime later when my doctor, who was very, very well known in this town, gave me a book that had 12 years of peer-reviewed journal citations in this. Uh, This book is dated 2005. And so it was somewhat later that I I received it. But peer-reviewed journals, citations, a bibliography in every chapter. And the back cover I found the most useful. Oh, I should tell you what the book is. It's entitled Autism Colon Effective Biomedical Treatment by Dr. John Hangborn, Ph.D. and Sydney McDonnell Baker, M.D. <clears throat> the front cover says, have we done everything we can for this child? Individuality in an epidemic. So I found one of the most effective things was the information inside the back cover. These were statistics. You know I like statistics. That compared a variety of treatments which had the best percentage of being effective and you can see clearly here that the fine gold diet did help removing dairy and wheat helped and chelation therapy helped and lots of drugs and a variety of things that were being tried and some of them actually made patients worse but at this point in time 2005 it was clear that there was problems with the methionine reuptake and such that the the children had problems with digestive digestive problems and so they certainly just felt better if they didn't have gluten and casein milk and wheat milk and so there it wasn't really clear but they were reaching toward an understanding of that and it it also was clear that chelation therapy helped and chelation therapy is basically purifying the blood so it was the the evidence was pointing to a, a uh, situation where we had toxicity. To make this overly simplified, too much pollutants in the body. Okay. Now, by 2005, the whole vaccine controversy was going on, and vaccines, of course, do introduce foreign objects into the body. That was. Not completely unknown to these doctors, but of course there are many other things. They weren't focusing primarily on that. They were treating patients and trying to figure out what might help. And at this point, they were focusing on the gastroenteritis problem or gastroenterological problem. Didn't know if that was cause or effect, and I think today we know it's effect. But today, the research more and more suggests that this is a an injury of chemicals heavy metals and so forth in the body and that of course again i'm going to make it put a whole lot of things and try to make it as simple as possible we live in a soup of chemicals and substances that were not known in 1930 and have not been safety tested in the main and so It is not a surprise to know that then our children have had this in their bodies. Also, we know from biomagnification, this is not human studies, but fish studies. So imagine in a lake, you've got pollution going into the lake and the little fishies are a little bit polluted and the the medium-sized fishies that eat the little fishies are more polluted and the big fishies that eat the medium-sized fishies have the greatest concentration of that Substance, whatever it might be, maybe heavy metal or whatever. So they are the sickest. And so we humans are at the top of the food chain and are the youngest generation then has the most exposure to toxins. Let's just say toxins. So we have toxins in our food supply. We have toxins in our construction and we have toxins in our injections. So uh, irrefragably, no one can argue. So, okay, so point one was early study. We began to see this was in the population. There was, and I started studying because it was claimed. And then two, second point, early successes was understanding the gastroenterological problems and uh, pointing to toxins and therefore chelation therapy. And of course, that's how Wakefield got involved because Dr. Wakefield was world-class gastroenterologist and started asking questions about particular because he had a clinical practice as well as a research practice and he listened to the parents and so the parents were saying, we took this child in, they're vaccinated, now they're autistic. All right, so At the same time, in 2006-7 time frame, the AMA had a pocket guide. They gave out to doctors and said, we know nothing. Well, given my background in social science, 12 years of citations to peer-reviewed journal doesn't seem to me like nothing. And so I think that's somewhat suspect that they were putting that forth, spending money to advertise that they knew nothing so the ama we know nothing but by that time the statistics were rising we had more and more children who had this diagnosis of autism or a certain one asperger's okay so that's was point three and point four is let me tell you about the history of autism and the categorical confusions so when a number of cases of learning problems slash learning disabilities, we have confusion in categories because the categories were set up one way in in the past, in the early 1900s, and now we have, in this case, a different situation, and sometimes we have more knowledge, like we have brain scans. And so, for instance, with dyslexia, we know so much more, and there's different kinds of uh, things going on, but we have this one category. Well, in 1950s, we had two or three out of 10,000 children being diagnosed as autistic, and this was really more like a mental illness. They had a detachment disorder, and so it was explained to me. I think this is a graphic, a good picture, that the child might be bonded to the dryer rack rather than its mother <laughs> and uh, and then something that i knew about you know the child wouldn't be able to distinguish between his foot and his sock so if his sock were taken off he's he's go- having a fit because you know like we would have a fit if somebody took our far foot okay so uh an attachment and and overly stressed behavior for an ability to sort out reality in the same ways that we would. So that was the 1950s. But get a load of the math. Two or three out of 10,000. At the peak, so I guess probably 2007 was looking at it the most, we were having, or maybe a little bit further than that, maybe 2010, we're having one in every 55 males with this sort of diagnosis, and, and one out of 98 females. So, male fetuses are somewhat weaker, particularly with this kind of, of thing, than, than females. But th- that's often the cases, uh, case that the boys have a higher diagnosis rate. Of course, there may be some sociological, social reasons for that, but in this case, uh, it looks like it's biological. Well, however, the the diagnosis have changed. When you start lumping, not meeting your developmental milestones, and that's very different from the classical autism. And then you have Asperger's, which, ah, is that the same as the idiot savants? I don't think so. So now we have fewer diagnoses of mentally retarded. And so it's become very confused because Asperger's students are bright academically but have some social and ethical problems and 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 they may have physical uh, deficits and then you've got autistic kids who who may just have so you just be tortured in a tortured world and not really able to function really well and then you have some who are more high functioning and so they can be you know in normal limits in a classroom most of the time but they might not be able to uh, say play on the playground equipment because they have physical deficits or they may very easily reach points of frustration so they have meltdowns so you have very separate things lumped together. But I want to point out to you that the kinds of mental illness... Oh, oh, But first off, first off, I want you to know the difference between the math. We have a much higher percentage. So even allowing for the change in diagnosis, so if you throw out the Asperger's and, you know, just look at the autism what's called autism today what's called autism then and try to compare apples to apples still that numbers are so much higher and when I see this I know genes do not change in 50 years that's not evolution so that necessarily biologic has to be environment a lot of people didn't want to discuss that didn't want to hear that which shut me down would stop the conversation but I find that that's good news because if it is environment, then we can change it. And back in the '90s, when I was very involved in the Learning Disabilities Association of Texas, and I would talk about environmental pollution, they so just did not want to hear it. But one of the last conferences I went to, the most respected doctor, the MD, the old head who was the most respected doctor in LDAT and was on their board and everything, he said in a convention, he said, look, we know that ingesting lead causes mental retardation. And so it is certainly well within what we ought to be doing to check out environmental pollutions and see if they are affecting our children. Yes, that's an obvious Field of research and highly likely. (laughs) Now, I'm not suggesting that all learning problems have to do with environmental toxins, but I think that, again, we need to look at this and research this. And if you are finding that for 12 years that treatments having to do with chelation, which is taking heavy metals out of the body, particularly, then that's a, a, a really good candidate so may the research go on and I'm sure it has gone on a great deal and I also know that there are chelation clinics and have been for some years of course they're very expensive but I know some older people who just swear by and say look I'm a young person because I do chelation therapy and of course there it's not the same clinic probably that the kids are going to too but there are people who used to be autistic used to be autistic, so they are essentially cured because of collation therapy. Now, I am not a doctor uh, or a research scientist, so I can't say that's true for everyone. I'm just telling you what I do know. So there is a history, and and because we have vastly different numbers, something has changed. Yes, the categories have changed. But also, the environment has changed. I think that's good news. But it may be that there is more than one cause. Okay, so that was four. Five is in Austin, and I think probably other places, but in Austin, some of the greatest interest in this and the most effort in this to help their children, they just would... there's a group that really thinks that shamanism is the cure. And this happened because there was a couple who cared so much for their child they were willing to go around the world and they found a shaman in Mongolia who helped their child. Now, what, and, and riding on the ponies was part of that. And so therapy equine therapy is quite popular and if whatever works that's great because I think there is some bonding there and some you know if it's uh, even attention might be very helpful but shamanism so hold that thought because that's very different kind of treatment And shamanism is probably not going to work for environmental pollution. Although, I suppose in Mongolia, they have, if they have pollution, it's going to be very different than the pollution that we have in indoor uh, Austin. But hold that thought and let's come back to it. That's number five. Number six I met someone who claims to have good success with children helping them overcome autism now she does have a medical background but she is using her spiritual training so she has a a bible training and believes very strongly as i do in healing and also in demon possession and so she does. She is able to use her her nursing background to keep the ki- children safe that are in her care. But she's been working in the education department of churches, and now independently with some families. And she is she's teaching the children in terms of Sunday school, like there may be singing. So the curriculum might be singing, you know, uh, rocking in the. The play playboat and singing okay which makes perfect sense to me uh, if she's talking about preschoolers or young children um, but then she apparently uh when she knows the time is right goes with them to the father and casts demons out so we'll call that prayer therapy because it's more like prayer therapy It's more like a spiritual journey than it is like exorcism. Because if I said exorcism, you'd have completely different, weird ideas, and that's not what it is. In terms of Bible theology, yes, it's casting out demons. But in terms of functionality, I've tried to convey as much as I know because I haven't seen it. I think we're talking about something much more gentle than the word exorcism in the movie would suggest. But compare these two. What she's saying, that this is demons that kind of matches with what these other people are saying that the shamans can help i have not heard any story about shamans curing only about them giving some relief and so that's different and not to the same level just as those of us who are knowledgeable about casting out demons from the bible record that's exactly what we would expect to happen but it doesn't match with the idea of chelation therapy so let's just say six so i've been looking for people with testimony person call me email me something so seven here is my analysis get the right treatment for the right problem so when i was mentoring my daughter with her children Once I wrote her a whole mom-level protocol, do this, and if that doesn't work, then do this, and then if that doesn't work, do this, and then if that doesn't work, do this, and if, and I think there was 12, and the 12th one was, we'll cast demons out. (laughs) Now, that, of course, was my grandson, and so I, I knew what order to put, and that might not be the best order for everybody, but I will say that it would be very sad if you had physiological cause and you treated that with spiritual causes and and there are writings about that having been done in the puritan new england very sad writings and it would be likewise very sad if you continued with biomedical causes or just simply permitted the child to be tortured if a spiritual treatment would work so My analysis is you meet the cause with the right treatment and provisionally hypothesize that the original kind of strangeness might be more like demons, whereas this chelation therapy is working on the quote unquote newer kind of cases where we've got, you know, further more recent in the timeline we've got children who have been exposed to more toxins all right number eight notice there are now fewer cases you're not hearing about one in every 55 children so one of two things has happened either this is being suppressed in the news or something has changed in the environment And of course, it is true that there's more treatment. There are quite a few children and now adults with autism. And this is a real concern to me because if you have bright people who are competent and yet have no attachment to other humans and don't understand ethics, even if they have been taught social skills, this could be a real problem you don't want your doctor not to care about you as a person you don't want somebody in uh, some policy making decision or teaching call it whatever who don't have the kind of the basic humanity and wrong and right and caring so uh, that's a problem number nine beware of false support beware of false support. So about 07, when this became more well known, there there was one particular group that arose that was very much pushing. These kids are autistic and nothing can be done and we just need to give emotional support to the mother. I think this is extremely counterproductive to suggest that you shouldn't try to find treatments to suggest that you already a priori know that there is not one. Very strange. And I wouldn't have been able to understand it. I would have been very, very puzzled because, uh, you know, they would be given speaking rights at conventions and so forth. And i like, what? What? This is at a professional conference and you're telling teachers what and telling mothers what? But I did understand, because I remember the history of the nuclear movement. Earlier, there had been a couple of groups that were against nuclear war and nuclear energy, and they coalesced and made a group called Sane Freeze. Okay, this was a a hybrid group, Sane Freeze, and they were against nuclear energy. And they became fairly effective. And about that time, there was another group that promoted nuclear energy. And later on, I read sociological study, the uh, the companies that were involved with nuclear energy got their wives to create a kind of a synthetic organization. They would have coffee with other wives and then get together and So they had a synthetic movement that answered the grassroots movement. Of course, the purpose here is not to argue for or against nuclear energy. The purpose is to show that there can be a, a genuine movement, like a protest movement, and then there can be a synthetic one. So this was paid for by the companies that made money off of of energy and of course it has to be legal these are truly women they are truly making a club and so forth and so it appeared that there was a balance in the public opinion well the same thing happens in in other areas I believe and I think that's what's happening I thought somebody doesn't want there to be an investigation of what might be uh, assaulting what kind of toxins might be assaulting the children whether it's from medical industry or food industry or whatever somebody doesn't want this to happen and because that's what's happening <laughs> it's nothing okay so beware of false support now this can happen just by good-hearted Wrong-headedness, and I've seen that in the Le- Learning Disability Association. Like, and and comfort is a fine thing, as long as it doesn't—it's not maudlin and encouraged in a counterproductive way. And productive measures are not discouraged, which I have seen. Okay, so that was number nine. Number ten, protocol. So I'm going to give you the very quick mom-level protocol. First off know that it is possible that this is a toxin injury so take away whatever could be harming the child you know not to let the kid chew on paint chips that are flaking off the wall or chew on the handle at the the whirly gig at the playground because this is lead and so whatever else might be in your house then remove what is likely harming the child and if it's even video games I did have a conversation once with another mother and they said they they had a lot of fourth grade boys who all had the same kind of strange learning disability and all of them had spent umpteen jillion hours at the video game at the time whether it was pac-man because this is years ago so Uh, We now know that there are problems uh, from CRT screens. Anyway, take away what might be hurting. Second, be doubly sure that they have a a well-rounded basic nutrition, which most Americans do not. Have any question, get some vitamins and minerals. Then sort that out better at a better level. The Fine Gold Diet is one way to do that, and... If you notice, brain balance, which is uh, very expensive but does have some good stories to tell of victories, um, based on the work of Dr. Malilo, they start out with registered nutritionist evaluation. Not a bad thing to do after, so a nutritional evaluation. Then, educational and psychological evaluation any possible treatment that arises from that. And then more innovative learning and measures. There are many, many innovative things, you know, just uh, dancing in rhythm, swinging on the swing set. There are many normal things that very much help and could be helpful along with whatever treatment the doctor suggests. Never let the diagnosis be a death knell a diagnosis should only be direction to caregivers and educators and then ask your doctor about chelation therapy if that's um, and search, search out the doctors who of course specialize in this because there are many success stories and Let me just emphasize that point. There are many success stories. There are people who used to be autistic. And this needs to be talked about. Often it is not. There are success stories. I want you to have faith so you can propel yourself to get it for your kid. I don't want you to have an unnecessary resignation that leaves life on the table for your child Possibly a lot of money for somebody else. We will hear more about this chelation therapy and other blood purifiers. I am telling you, we're going to hear more about that in the future. Okay, and then the last in the protocol, at least as I'm outlining it today, not necessarily in time order depending on your child, is spiritual treatment and of course with a child you're going to be gentle Is we're not talking about exorcisms (laughs) uh, in the way that you see in the movies but prayer and positive confession and uh, bringing to someone who has a good reputation in this area could be helpful you know uh, it's called deliverance ministry Uh, Check it out before you take your child. But anyway, there are some churches in every major metro area that do deliverance ministry and uh, see if they have somebody who who works with children. And it will be in a group so that there will not be any... uh, So everyone stays safe. Okay, so that's the mom-level protocol. Quick, in a nutshell, take away from the child what might hurt. Be sure that the basics are covered in terms of Nutrition, of course, of exercise too, enough green time uh, out in the leaves, and some good evaluation, and don't forget the spiritual, okay? So I'm just going to follow that up, because I know, I I hope that I have quite a few listeners who, who really are maybe a little new to Christianity, and so I'm going to follow this discussion up by adding demons in, but not taking away the science. With an apology, not an apology, but an explanation that for a long, long time, we have been finding out that what the Bible says is true, really is true and factual. Like the Gulf Stream. How did Christopher Columbus know to look for the Gulf Stream? Ah, Because it says so in Isaiah. (laughs) The walls of Jericho. When I was a kid, it was completely made fun of that somebody would believe that the walls fell down until we found them archeologically. And many people thought that the whole notion of giants was just silly, you know, Goliath being a giant was silly. Ha ha ha. But it was just a few years ago that I saw a photograph of an archeological dig and they were unearthing a 9-foot skeleton in the region of Gath. So smarten up if you believe in whole child well guess what the spirit is part of the whole child (laughs) and if you are willing to accept spiritual stuff that's not Christian well smarten up the Christians have a whole cosmos too and we know how to effectively sort out the good and the bad and what to do yes sorry we do not all christians maybe want to get involved in that but it's clearly in the text don't be some of the seven sons of skiva know what you're doing end of story so i am not going to tolerate some yahoo saying all of this is demons not going to tolerate that because If the child needs zinc (laughs) so that their ears work instead of a surgery then let's do that and if a child needs to get chelation therapy so that the insults from whatever toxin they have been exposed to or injected with then let's do that yes so there are some doctors who specialize, but I've given you the overall picture. So now you know more than many doctors did in 07 who were carrying about a little AMA pocket guide. Okay, so you heard it here. You heard it here. So I bless you with the truth and the truth shall make you free. Let's be whole, spirit, soul, and body. And the creator made a good world. Yes, it's broken, but the creator made a good world. And the redeemer can help us and redeem it. And so I encourage you to get saved, (laughs) believe in healing, and live the way God intended you to live. Okay, and join us. Won't you come to the website? and join at whatever level you feel comfortable and be a lioness mom and you'll get a bigger protocol if you're at the pride level get more explanation of the mom level protocol okay so be blessed amen Thank you for joining us for the Great Shalom Broadcast with your host, Sharon Sorles. Sharon is an author, educator, minister, parent, and grandparent committed to sharing the understanding of God's love and desire that all children experience optimal well-being in this generation and the generations to come. Oh my goodness, I had so much to say. There's no way I could get this into 28 and a half minutes and even the way I left it, I just know that there could be a lot of misunderstanding. I will put the 10 points on the website, but just to recap them very quickly, the early studies were about children not speaking, there were early successes with chelation therapy, and um, of course not eating casein and gluten, that's Maybe not a cause, but a result of the trouble with the methionine reuptake. So that's two. Three is that at the same time as there were early successes, the AMA was promoting that we knew nothing. Four, there is the history of the difference between the historical autism that was a mental illness and current autism, which can more the category has changed but it seems to be a physiological problem and then of course there's Asperger's and categorical confusions five is that there's been a real um, movement that shamanism can help and the Akin therapy came out of that And of course I don't um, I'm not against at e- the Echin therapy or the canine therapy that's all wonderful Um, but uh, the shamanism of course i would question and uh, promote a more healthy uh, deliverance ministry six there are fake so there is fake support so beware of that seven get the right treatment for the right ailment and of course it's not outside the realm of possibility that you can need both spiritual and physiological of course and eight like well, questioned whether or not there are fewer cases we're certainly not hearing about it I did check the CDC website and it says we currently have one in 54 one autism diagnosed autism in 54 children so they're not making a distinction between the boys or the girls. But when I did know a breakdown, the difference was significant and not within the realm of possibility that it could be a uh, an artifact of testing. Um, beware of false support. Oh, I think six was not that. It was um, that there were people who were talking about deliverance ministry are casting out demons working and uh, that actually makes sense okay um so nine was beware of false support ten was there is a protocol which i went over the mom level very quickly and you can get at the lioness pride level At the higher level, Linus has uh, a more significant protocol. You get something every month. And so do come to the website and join. Uh, Run with us. Be a Linus mom. Whatever your um, child needs, you will, I think, enjoy the support. And um, come to the website and join at the uh, tribe or pride level. Also, I want... To remind you that we have available as a document if you just sign up for um, notifications then we will send you the document how to tell what is true 20 ways from Sunday you can print that you could put it in your pocket or your your purse and have that it applies in all cases and also we have a product that's Actually, kind of related to this, it's two audio tracks. One is the history of the COVID 19 and the shutdown. And I think seeing the timeline or hearing it actually uh, in a condensed and summarized form will help you a lot uh, tell what it reveals. And then we also have an audio track that is how to protect yourself and your family. A lot of it is is um, simply uh, nutritional and traditional. We have some science involved, but it's mom level. We're not attempting to be doctors, but uh, we are quoting some. <laughs> okay, so all you have to do is come to the website greatshalom.org or overcominglearningproblems.org and look for the tab that says shop, and you can get that. As an immediate download, there are a number of ways to pay, all handled by the PayPal company, but they will take your credit card, and I think they take Venmo these days, as well as PayPal, so you don't actually have to have a PayPal account, although I believe it's free to get one. Okay, so come to the website and get these resources and help your child. And I want to say again very clearly, There are a lot of success stories. There's more resignation, and there's more counterproductive pity, and there is a lot of money-making. But there are some success stories. There are children who used to be autistic. Hold on to that hope so that you can find the right steps for you and your child to get there amen and you know why because god wants total well-being for all children